from the advertising media capital of the world, New Milford, Connecticut, wherever that is. This is Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson, a bi-weekly-ish podcast about all things automotive marketing. Now, here's your host, Matt Wilson. Thank you, big announcer guy, who was named Jim McCarthy. Jim McCarthy is the man, by the way. He wanted me to make sure I tell you that. Actually, no, seriously, he is the man. We used to work together in radio. He's got that fantastic voice. And uh, he's the owner of Jim McCarthy VoiceOvers. And he hosts a podcast, JMVO, Weekly Primer Podcast. If you need somebody to record an intro for your podcast, just like that one, contact Jim McCarthy VoiceOvers. Google him. Find him on LinkedIn. He's right there. All right, there you go. Good morning. Welcome to Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson. Or good afternoon, good evening, whenever you are listening. Thank you for joining me today. I wanted to discuss, actually, I saw something on LinkedIn that made me want to uh, have a discussion. It was uh, posted by a guy on LinkedIn named Jason Harris. He's a, uh, a strategy with Jason Harris, digital marketing architect, automotive strategy expert. Yes, he's a VP of strategy somewhere. And uh, his post got me thinking. And that's what I wanted to talk about. Here's what he said. He said, radio ads are the horse and buggy of the marketing world. Times have changed. Are radio ads effective enough to invest in? Would love to hear your thoughts. And of course, I had some thoughts. And I think, you know, to a certain extent, I agree with him, right? But it's difficult to make a blanket statement or to blanket decide that uh, radio ads aren't effective enough to spend money on, or it's not a good investment. I think it depends on what goal you're trying to achieve with your media, right? Sure, 100%, everyone knows digital is the most efficient media to reach a specific audience. You know, it's highly targeted, low funnel, et cetera, et cetera. And it's efficient, uh, in terms of efficiency, it's efficient in efficiency. That's not even a thing, but it's efficient in terms of spend and, you know, low funnel transactional messaging. But, you know, if you're running like a branding campaign, you're trying to reach a, a mass as many people as possible, regardless of where they are in the buying funnel, regardless of their demographics or where they live or any of that kind of stuff. Then sure. Why not radio? Less people listen to the radio now than they did 10 years ago. We all know that, right? Um, and the landscape is fractured. There's a million different things to listen to in your car than there were 10 years ago. But if you're running a straight branding campaign and you want to reach a wide audience with a broad message, then why not radio? Let's listen. To, he, he posted a video. Uh, Jason Harris here on LinkedIn posted a video. I wonder if I need his permission to play this video. I haven't. I'll take it down if I if if I don't have permission to play it. But let's hear let's hear his thoughts. Just to set it up for you who cannot uh, see the video, all of you folks, he is in a like a what seems to be some kind of like trendy restaurant cafe with ceiling fans and lots of chrome, and he's at a table talking. I assume to people because the camera is uh, hitting him from the side, not like head on. So here's what he has to say. Let's listen and then we'll comment. You know, I remember years ago when I went to the gym, you'd plug into one of this, you know, one of the treadmills or something like that, and you have your choice of radio stations to listen to. Good luck finding a treadmill anymore that has a built-in FM tuner. Like, it doesn't exist. 
Like it kind of blows my mind. Like, you, know, you remember how popular that was? You know, you'd go in, you'd sit, you'd, you'd listen to the radio. And now nobody does that. Either they're streaming or listening to, or, or, or even the TV. TV's almost become a non-existent in gyms now, right? Because you used to like log in, listen to the TV. Now that's not even the case. Everyone's watching their own stuff. No, I, I think that, look, the, the value of radio. I wonder if he's talking to anybody. You don't see anybody else at the table. I wonder if he's just talking. Anyway. Radio in the sense of the form of creative, like it does make sense, right? The problem I have with radio is the probability. It's the same thing as I have with newspapers. Only 4% of the entire population is in market for a vehicle at any given time. Even a smaller percentage that's in market for a Nissan vehicle at any given time, right? The assumption that what population or what percentage of the radio listeners at that given moment is one of the 4%, but then also taking one step farther, one of the 4% that's potentially considering a Nissan, the True. But if we're talking about branding, which is kind of the part that I'm talking about, then doesn't, who cares? Probability that the I don't know if everybody heard my uh, podcast a while back where I talk about my thoughts on transactional and relational, transactional, people who are ready to buy, pricing, $199 a month, 90 days, no payments, appointments available tomorrow, blah, 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 transactional, and then relational, which is, hey, we're cool when you're ready, come see us. Uh, I don't see what's wrong with radio for that message is being received by someone is astronomical so then it, then it becomes a branding pit but at a branding play it's all about awareness so when you look at the cost of awareness again radio is still so astronomically high i don't think that's accurate at all radio is not astronomically high not at all i'll use i won't say radio stations by any means but just from my own experience 2012 wanted to buy a commercial on a radio station and, you know, like a morning drive spot would be like 150 bucks, 175 bucks. You can get the same thing now for $40. I don't see how that's astronomically high. Used to be back in the day, you'd have to drop a, you know, $10,000 schedule a month on a station to get a good schedule. You can get the same thing now for $3,000 and you can negotiate the heck of it. Radio stations need business. They don't have the same listeners. They don't have the same revenue as they had 10 years ago. It doesn't mean they're not viable. Sure, there's less people listening than there used to be, but they're still viable. It's still in cars. People still have radios. Is it the main focus of what you do? Is it what it used to be like where you, you know, bought, spent $30,000 a month on radio, $30,000 a month on TV, $10,000 a month on the newspaper, and then you're done? No, of course not. It's not like that anymore. It's changed. But it doesn't mean you should just not pay attention to it. Let me back up here a little bit. We're listening to uh, Jason Harris on LinkedIn. Marketing strategy, dude. Again, radio is still so astronomically high. It's high, but you still get some. It's not astronomically high. Incorrect. Unfactual. Benefit from it, like. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. any type of awareness out there. I mean, look, I mean, not to knock, but even a billboard. I mean, you drive down into Toronto all the time. The fucking billboards are there. Oh, I mean, whoa, whoa! I don't think this swearing is necessary. Jeez. <sighs> What's the point with swearing? Now I got to put an explicit thing on my podcast. Yeah, but but you know what? They're there. You know, can they create some awareness about your product or offering? Well, yeah, for sure. But the cost of putting those billboards up is insane. I don't think that's expensive as expensive as it used to be either. I bought billboards when I was a marketing director for a large group, medium mediumish group. Yeah, they're expensive, but they're not as expensive as they used to be. 
I don't know that I totally agree. You know, I think too, part of it is, you know, when you're doing transactional, low funnel transactional digital advertising, which is super important and a bulk of your budget should go there, doesn't give you a chance to explain the differentiating factors in your business or uh, show the business's personality. Maybe the business has a personality, you know, how you want your business to come across, the perception to the public and the radio or television, both of them give you a chance to do that. You know, longer copy, more things to say. At a radio station, you can get involved with on-air personalities, endorsements, sponsor contests, weather, news. When I was younger, we, um, at the radio station I worked at, uh, there was a Saab dealership that sponsored uh, or did an endorsement where they would give a DJ a Saab convertible to drive around all summer, and then the DJs would just talk about it. And, you know, that gets noticed by listeners. Now, obviously, when we did this, there were more radio listeners, but... You can't do that kind of stuff when you're talking about low funnel digital. Do I think that the spend on radio needs to be high? No. And is it the play if you're trying to get, it's not like it used to be where you advertise Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, because you want to see a huge weekend. It doesn't work like that anymore. That's just not the case. But does it have its place? Sure. But you got to prioritize too. You know, it, it it, the spend, your spend, your budget has to be allocated correctly. You can't just, you got to go mission critical first. And maybe when you, if you have enough budget and you get to radio, you get to radio. It can't be the first thing on your list anymore. When I, uh, you know, on my last group, to, to mentally think about the way the media landscape was changing, I flipped my budget around. Like I used to have, uh, you know, the way the budget was when in 2012, we'd lay it out like radio, TV, Print. These are the sections of the budget in the spreadsheet. Radio, TV, print. You know, SEM. I don't think there even was S. We didn't even think about SEO back then. SEM, and then uh, you know, direct. So it was the other way. It was radio, TV, print, direct mail, SEM, sponsorships. And in order to change the way that my team and I thought about it, I flipped it, and we put uh, SEM, SEO, display at the top. Then we put TV, then we put sponsorships, then we put direct mail, and then uh, we put radio and print to flip it around. So mentally, as I was filling out the budget and working on quarterly budgets, I was thinking of those mission critical things first. I think radio has its place, but I think it has to be if you're in a situation where you have the budget that enables you to have a well-rounded media plan. So that's my response. I was going to type all this out and put it and comment on Jason's Jason Harris's uh, LinkedIn thing, but I'm not good at the typing. I mean, I know ASDF, JKL semi, right? Like I got that from fifth grade, but it's easier to talk about than it is to type, which is why I started a podcast in the first place. So anyway, I'll post this in Jason's comments. Love to hear your feedback uh, as well on uh, wherever you are uh, listening to podcasts or on Facebook or whatever. Just, you know, let me know what you're thinking. I appreciate it. More episodes of Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson coming up in the coming days. Thank you for listening. Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson is brought to you by... Wait, this guy has sponsors? Oh, never mind. This sheet of paper's blank. No sponsors. That makes more sense. For updates, info, future episodes, and more, follow on Twitter, subscribe on YouTube, like on Facebook, and connect on Frackle. You guys made that last one up. That's not even a thing, Frackle. Come on.